are you still slow motion? <laughs> and demonic. It's the remix to Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Episode two. Still doing it. Yep. Still doing this shit. Still um, in the game. Okay. I think, I think they might get it. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Oh, geez. Okay, so this week we are doing paranormal stories, as promised. Mm-hmm. Why do I always do weird shit with my arms? Literally. No one can see me. She literally waves her <laughs> arms every time she does. It's not even a wave. It's like she's like doing the A grand the football, gesture. The Heisman. Is that, what that, is? that is? is that what that is? Is that what I do? <laughs> a man's probably going to be, Ryan's probably going to be like, Jennifer, that's not what that is. <laughs> No, I thought that That's was... That's probably not even a word. I thought that was this. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what my body... <laughs> my body betrays me. Anyways. So, creepy hour. Right. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, Should we talk about our drink first? Well, I was going to ask you how your day was. Oh, well, it was... It was a day. I went to work. Yay. Fun. I wish I would have stayed home and more research because this my story is pretty interesting i mean i stayed home and did research yeah all fucking day but the dogs messed up your research yeah it wasn't fun so <clears throat> anyways about our drink <laughs> so Mackenzie chose it this week and um i'll go ahead and tell them the uh, do you want to tell them the ingredients or you just want to post it on the uh we can i mean we can just post it okay I we'll guess. post it on instagram facebook and tiktok and that is all creepy hour. Dang it. I got more blood on my phone. Problems. Oh, that's probably pretty bad out of context. Uh, we put fake blood on our glasses to make them look cool. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it gets everywhere. Don't I don't recommend it. I'll no. probably do it again, though. Because yeah. it looks really cool. Probably. All right. So let's take a drink. All right. Clink. 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 <laughs> That's really good, actually. It's strong. Woohoo! It's because you put a little bit more than two and a half shots of rum in it. It's a little bit. Shit happens. <laughs> Do you want some more? <clears throat> yeah. Hit me. We literally have the pitcher sitting right in front of us, guys. Because don't spill. I won't. I won't waste it. <clears throat> Quietness. Okay, that's good. Concentration. Okay. Anyways, so, here's what happened today. Um, <clears throat> I did, like, five, six hours worth of fucking research. <laughs> and I typed it all out. And then my dogs came in here and turned my fucking computer off. <laughs> because they were being hyper. And all of my stuff was gone. So, my original attempt was probably way better than the attempt that y'all are going to get. She was super fucking annoyed. No, yes. I was extremely annoyed. (laughs) And then I had to fucking talk to text because I was like, fuck this. I'm not typing another thing. (laughs) So I talked to texted myself on on my phone the entire story. And I like referred back to all the articles and the episodes and like other podcasts and stuff. And yeah. So, I mean, I still got seven pages of stuff, but 
you know, the first time it was like 15 pages. So here we are. I'm, I'm pretty <clears throat> proud of myself this week. I paced myself. I, I decided to keep minimal notes. I only did about four and a half pages. So I'm pretty. Oh, yeah. I I'm, Move I'm the not, microphone don't. in front of your mouth. Ugh, it's so weird. Okay. Yes, there. just like that. Just like that. Yes. Hopefully people can, hopefully people have been able to hear you this entire time. <laughs> they probably just hear you like whispering in the background. Um. <laughs> I mean, you can tell whenever we laugh because the noise thing spikes. It's because we have but. ridiculously loud laughs. Both of us. Yeah, I sound like a fucking hyena. <laughs> it's okay. Only whenever it's one of your real laughs. It has to be real, Jennifer. <laughs> Not just, <laughs> shut up. Let's move on. <laughs> like that, that one right there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, just kidding. That wasn't really that big. So anyways, um, in preparation of our stories, we brought um, a cross in here and put it on the <laughs> wall to help us. A like, blessed cross, yes, BTW. Yes, it's, it's blessed. The only thing we're missing is holy water, but. <clears throat> oh, we really need to get some Jesus juice. Yes, we do. Okay, so um, Mackenzie's going to go first because I am, like, really, really not wanting to go through my story for the third time <laughs> in seven hours. So I'll go through it after she's done. Okay, and first it takes of all, up a good amount of time <laughs> and gives me a break. First of all, if this lamp flickers at all during your story, oh, yeah. <laughs> I am moving the fuck out. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> Earlier, whenever I was initially reading it, <clears throat> my lamp started flickering. And she literally just put a bulb in it last week, so we know it's not that. <laughs> and it did it like ten times while I was writing. And it hasn't done it since I finished, so so yeah, everything's fine. Pray for us. We're good. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so. Take a shot. Um, <laughs> are you ready for this? I have to warn you, Jen, there is an animal in my story and nothing super serious happens to the poor baby, but it's okay. something, something happens does. to an animal in mine too. Okay. Um, so Hopefully we didn't tell the same stories. I, I mean, I doubt it. <clears throat> I really doubt it. Okay. Um, so in honor of Lorraine Warren, mm-hmm. who passed away this past year, I chose one of her and her husband's cases. The Smurl family. The what? Smurl. Oh, I thought you said Smurf. It sounded kind of like, I said it really <laughs> the weird. The Smurl family. <laughs> it really did. I don't know why my voice went that, it went weird. Anyways. <coughs> um, it's the Smurl family. The Smurl family. I'll try and to remember that. This You never remember anything I tell you, <laughs> so I'm fully prepared to repeat everything at least three times. <laughs> okay. So, this haunting actually took place bet- uh, for, like, a really long period of time. So, from 1974 to 19- or to 1987, these people experienced Damn. all of these things. That's a long time. Yeah, the struggle is real, and you can't move Why out the of the house. Why the fuck didn't they get help sooner? Well, I mean, things didn't start progressing until, you know, about, about 85 or so. Okay. So, first thing you need to know about this family is they are devout Catholics and a respected family in the community. Mm-hmm. So, in 1972, when Hurricane 
Agnes. Um, Damn it, Agnes. <laughs> hit Pennsylvania. Um, their home was flooded, so they were forced to move into a duplex over um, next to the family, like their in law. Oh, good lord! I should probably start with their names, huh? Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry. They're the Smurls. They're the Smurls. So it's Jack and Janet Smurl. So the duplex that they were going to move into is there was one side empty and the other side lived Jack's parents, you know, connecting. Uh, and this is in West <coughs> P- Pitson, Pennsylvania. West Pitson. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys, I got hiccups. Dang, one shot in. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. And at the time, <laughs> at the time that they moved in, they had only two daughters, uh, Dawn and Heather. Smurl. Smurl. Okay. Smurl. <laughs> the duplex was nice, but it needed some TLC because it was built back in um, 1896 originally. So, you know, they wanted to spruce it up a bit. Yeah. Um, and everything was great, you know, once they moved in until they started remodeling. Tearing okay. stuff down. So basically they cracked open the demon chambers. Basically. <clears throat> You know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, the first 18 months of them living there, you know, nothing happened. Every once in a while, a tool would go missing and would reappear in a weird spot, you know. Um, <clears throat> nothing really started to get bad until January of 74. So by then, they'd been there for 18 months. Um, and the first thing that they really noticed was stains, like, on the walls and carpets and stuff that they had covered up or cleaned up and stuff. Even if they put, like, fresh coats of paint on the wall, the stains would still seep through. Hmm. That's fucking weird. Yeah. And even if there was, like, this weird brown stain on the carpet. I'd go ahead and paint the walls brown. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe like, we should. What are you going to do now? Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to egg on something. Just saying. But I'm a smarter person than that. You trying to say I'm, I'm stupid? I'm not saying you're stupid. I'm saying you're braver than I am. Because <laughs> I'm not fixing to mess with this shit. <laughs> and we're like, oh, you want that stain to stay there? All right. It can stay there. That's We'll just we'll put a picture over it or something. You can keep that there. Um, <laughs> but even on the carpet, like they put down new carpet and then a stain would pop up in the same exact spot, same exact size, color, everything. Hmm. So weird. Uh, next thing that they noticed was awful odors throughout the house like rotten meat. Okay. Yep. Disgusting. You know what that's a sign of, though, right? <clears throat> um. Poltergeist? No. What? Uh, like malevolent entities. Oh, yes. 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 Um, unplugged kitchen appliances would spontaneously catch on fire. And Dawn, the oldest girl, she saw uh, people floating in and around her bedroom. Ew. Yeah, she thought it was weird. Told her parents. Kinda they like were... the Hill House? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Fuck that. <laughs> great show, by the way. Anyone who really hasn't seen it. Good show. You need to go watch it. <clears throat> tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyways. But her parents basically told her, you know, you're overreacting. Bad dreams. You ate some bad shrimp. Deal with it. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> if that was my child, I'd be like, yeah, let's go to the hotel. <laughs> We're moving out now. <laughs> Fuck this. 
Um, and things calmed down for, for a couple months, you know, after they pretty much, they kind of stopped doing the remodel for a little while. Because <clears throat> they got busy. Jack got promoted at work. He was in the Navy. You know, something that I'm not allowed to know about because I couldn't, I couldn't find a definitive thing. So it's like every article said something, said that he did something different in the <clears throat> Navy, but that it was like really important. So he probably did like something like secret mm-hmm. that couldn't be talked about. Yeah, and he was also his daughter Heather's softball coach, and Janet had started. Janet's his wife, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the husband's name? <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, bet. Um, <laughs> Janet has started a anti drunk driving campaign at the high school. Okay, why? I don't know, because she's a nice person who doesn't want teenagers to drive drunk. Oh, well, I mean, I thought someone died that they knew that, you know, like most of the time, whenever people become like public speakers, it's because they have a reason because something happened to someone they know and da da da. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, I need to quit coughing. Crickets. Anyways, um, so everything, you know, had started to get better or so they thought. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right, so things that started to take a turn for the worst in 1977. They, uh, they're just the activity had increased like a lot. Every single night they would hear footsteps. Um, even sometimes Mary, Jack's mother, you know, mm-hmm. whenever she would come over and help with the kids and stuff, reported that someone chased her up the stairs. Ew. And there was. No- <laughs> I love how you say ew, <laughs> like. I, I just picture someone chasing me up some stairs, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my gosh. <clears throat> um, uh, unplugged radios would blare music at any time during the day or night. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, there would be random cold spots throughout the house. Mm. And it was never just, like, it wouldn't just stay cold. Like, they would move. Mm-hmm. Um... The drawers and cabinets in the kitchen would open and slam shut randomly. Then there's that rotten meat smell that constantly hung around. Um, <laughs> Jack felt would feel a hand caress him on his inner thigh and such. Uh, and he felt like he was always being watched. Janet actually said that she was molested at night a few times. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Mary, Jack's mom, she also had a heart attack in the house. Is she dead? No. Okay. Um, and they, like, the all the family would report seeing, like, black masses throughout the house. Mm-hmm. And Jack even saw one when he was laying in bed with Janet. He saw one run up her legs. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. And he had heard a young woman whispering right before he saw that. Mm-hmm. In 1985, Janet, um... Had twins. Twin girls. Okay. Were they the demon's babies? <laughs> no. Uh, they were, uh, their names were Shannon and Karen. Wait, they don't have kids yet? They did. Dawn and Heather. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and the activity, after the babies were born, the activity got insane. Um, they wanted to take over the babies. Right? <laughs> so, uh, I mentioned an animal. They had a German Shepherd. Big, beautiful dog. Mm-hmm. Was actually picked up and thrown up against the wall after it was growling at nothing. Poor baby. Yeah. Yeah, poor baby. But I'm going to take that poor baby and run up 
the fucking house if it's growling at nothing and then gets picked up by nothing and thrown across the room. Oh, God. It's like, that's not okay. Um, another thing is Shannon and Karen, the babies, were playing in the living room and a fan, like a ceiling fan, fell from the ceiling and almost landed on Shannon and killed her. Almost. Jesus. Right? I would be moving, but they didn't. Um, scratches. <clears throat> Wait, did they buy this house or are they just renting it? They bought it. Okay. Um, scratches started forming on all of the family members, including the babies. Oh, Janet was picked up six feet in the air and tossed across the room by nothing. Jesus. Okay. Hang on um, a the dog is whining. I'm wondering if we can hear it on the recording. Pause. Okay, we're back. All right. So I completely forgot to show you a picture of the Smurl family. So here, this <clears> is them after all of the incidents and stuff with their dog. This was after. Mm-hmm. Which one's the wife? <laughs> the one with the short hair. Oh, okay. Because they they look the same fucking age. Right. Jesus. All right. One of those little girls looks weird. <laughs> Which one? The one with the glasses. Yeah, she's creepy. Um, <laughs> so Jack's parents, um, after she was picked up, had started hearing fighting, like screaming, name calling, cursing, um, coming from their side of the duplex, even when they weren't home. His parents heard that? Yeah. Oh, so it wasn't them fighting. It, was... it wasn't them, but it was their voices. What the fuck? Yeah. Hell no. So this thing smells like whatever. whatever's there. <clears throat> Has enough energy to pick people up and throw them. Smells like rotting meat and mimics. Very. Um, okay. So actually, Jack claimed... One afternoon that while he was watching baseball, he was raped by a succubus. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't... It didn't go into a detail. A succubus? A succubus. Okay. Um, shortly after that, the TV caught fire. Just randomly? Just randomly. Okay. And uh, the walls had begun rattling, like, throughout the house. <clears throat> so, in January of 1986... The Smurls were kind of fed up. Wait, how many years has it been since the beginning? They moved in in 72. He moved. Uh, they moved into the duplex in 72. Oh, okay. And now it's 86. Yeah. Okay. So almost 10 years Jesus of dealing Christ. with this crap. The activity well, it started... Is 10 years. Yeah, basically. Um, <clears throat> yeah, because the activity didn't start until 72. Oh, so it's been like 12 years. Jesus. Crap. I would not put up with it. Like, I'm not that broke. I'm sorry. Um, so the Smurls were a little bit fed up, and they decided to call Ed and Lorraine Warren, who they you know they were a great investigative they were, like, team, huge back then. Yeah, super popular. Um, so Jack called and talked to Ed and explained to him what had been happening and for how long. And Ed got with Lorraine, and they decided we're going to go check this out. They brought with them a friend. Her name was Rosemary Fewer. Fewer. Mm-hmm. She was a nurse and a psychic. 
A nurse and a psychic. Okay. Like they're nursing. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you, you been using? I mean, how long have you been using? How long have you been waiting to use that? A very long time since <laughs> I first saw that she was a nurse and a psychic. You were just like, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna throw this out there. Um, so to to put this into perspective as to how extensive this was, the investigation lasted from January to August. Damn, that's crazy. Right? Um, so whenever they did the initial walkthrough, the first time that they showed up, uh, between Rosemary and Lorraine, they divulged, or what it found out, whatever, I'm gonna stop using fancy words. Divulged? <laughs> divulged. You know what? I'm trying to sound educated. You know divulged? I do, and after I said it, I realized it was the wrong word <laughs> to okay. use. Okay, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so they discovered, that's the word that I meant to use, that there were four spirits in the house causing the haunting. Jesus. There's an older woman, like an elderly woman. She's completely <clears throat> harmless. You know, was So a, she isn't doing any of it? Yeah, she was a little peeved about them remodeling, but... Why it was her house? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Um, there's a man there who suffered greatly in the house and died in the house, but he's, he's not hurting anybody. Does it tell us how he suffered? No, it won't. Oh, well, thanks a lot, people. I'm pretty sure it was like Lorraine trying to keep the dude's privacy or something. I don't know. I'm pretty sure if we Tell us all the private things. (laughs) (laughs) If we looked into the backstory of the house, we can find out who died there and how. Um, then there's a young girl, like a little girl, who is violent. Like how young? Like child. Like a five, six, older, ten? Between like five and eight. Okay. Something like that. And, um, then there's a demon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Delicious. Okay, so ew to running up the stairs after you, but delicious to finding out it's actually a demon. This is me downplaying the seriousness <laughs> of a demon. Okay. Lord help me. Guys, do not rejoice if there's a demon in your house. You Obviously, need to call somebody else besides us because we have no clue what we're doing. Um, so here's a quote from Ed Warren. <clears throat> said the smurls are truly a family coming under attack the ghost devil demon or whatever you want to call it it is in that house 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 i don't know it's, it's like the 80s this is how people talk i guess i know well serious uh so the warrens uh wanted to deal with the angry entity first the demon um they both believed that it was a demon, and, you know, they're just trying not to push the D word on people. Okay. Um, so they didn't tell the family? They told the family, but they told them not to, like, publicize that they were under demonic attack. Okay. Um, so Ed called the Vatican-approved exorcist, Father McKenna, to perform an exorcism on the house. Okay. Um... The first exorcism did not go well. Just kind of pissed it off. Um, The attacks got really bad after the first exorcism. Oh, okay. Uh, Both physical and sexual. Oh. 
Karen, the little one of the twins, the babies, mm-hmm. got deathly ill. She survived, thank God. But no doctor could determine the cause of this illness. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she was literally on her deathbed. Oh my God. And both Janet... But what was wrong with her? She was like high fever, throwing up, diarrhea, couldn't keep anything down. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just okay. in a bad way. Yeah. Janet and Dawn, the oldest daughter, were both sexually assaulted by a shadow figure. Ew. Several times after the first exorcism. Jesus Christ. Um, Mary, <clears throat> Jack's mom, also had bruising and bite marks all over her body after she left that house. Mm. Yeah. Uh, right? <laughs> A few months later, Father McKenna decided to attempt a second exorcism. Still didn't work. So, bitches be fuck? strong. <laughs> they drink in their Ovaltine. <laughs> um, and um, so by the third exorcism, they decided to pull out all the stops. Father McKenna decided to defy the, the Vatican and bring in practitioners from the parish, the Catholic Church, mm-hmm. to aid in the exorcism, to kind of, like, say prayers and stuff like... Why the fuck did they like... bring them to begin with? Because you're not supposed to bring anybody to an exorcism. Because it's dangerous. But they're from the church. I mean, but they're... It's just like churchgoers. It'd be like me and you going to an exorcism and praying. I mean, I wouldn't be down for that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous but as fuck, Jennifer. Different. It, it is dangerous. So that's why the Vatican was like, nope, we're not going to allow this. Father McKenna was like, fuck you, I'm not failing again. And um, the third exorcism seemed to like, work. I feel like anytime anyone was around, like, Ed and Lorraine Warren, they kind of just broke all the fucking rules. I mean, yeah. Did whatever they needed to do. Seems like it. I feel like it was more Lorraine. Like, I feel like Ed was the rule follower and Lorraine was all like, I can see these bitches. <laughs> I see how much trouble they're in. <laughs> Y'all can go fuck yourselves. We are helping them. Yep. <laughs> um, so the third exorcism finally seemed to work for a few months. Mm. And then more activities started again. Footsteps, things like that. And they finally moved. Oh. Yeah. Jesus Christ. After like 13 finally. years. <laughs> Fucking Finally. Um, and after that, you know, nothing really has happened. The Smurls haven't really reported any, like, oh, obviously they probably aren't. Maybe well, the, the kids, kids, the kids are probably around, but they're, they haven't spoken to anybody really. I was say, the kids are only like Crystal's age. Yeah. Um, the Smurls have seen that in their new home, there's no new activity. And the people that moved into the duplex after them say, saying, says, said, can you speak English? <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> I don't know what word to use, Jennifer. Um, have said that mm-hmm. there was no new activity, which uh, there were apparently a lot of rumors in the public saying that, you know, the whole thing was a hoax, mm-hmm. as, you know, the public usually does. Um, but Ed got permission from Jack and Janet to write a book called The Haunted. And actually, it was made into a made-for-TV movie. Really? Yeah, like one of those little... The Haunted? Yeah, like those little Lifetime movies. It's actually called <clears throat> The Haunted, too. Hmm, I've never seen it, I don't think. I don't think I have either. I don't even think I've ever seen it, like, 
on Netflix or anything like that. Like, just browsing. Yeah. I don't... We'll have to look for it. Yeah, we'll have to watch it. But, I mean, if it's a made-for-TV movie, it's either going to be really awesome and underrated or it's going to suck really bad. I love made-for-TV movies. Yeah, I mean, there's some really good ones that are super underrated, but there are also some that are... If it's from Lifetime, it's going to be fucking good. I don't know why, (laughs) but I love Lifetime. That says a lot about you, Jennifer. (laughs) It's going to be good. (laughs) All right. But I'm happy to report that the dog lived a happy life after they left the house. Good. The dog is all that matters. Of course. Yeah. I mean, the people, the babies are okay. I mean, Karen didn't die. Woohoo. But the dog's fine. Thank Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And that is my story. That's it? Yeah. Okay. I told you they moved. What the fuck else is going to happen? I guess nothing. I mean, unless the demon followed them, which thankfully it did not. All right. I'm not prepared for her story, guys. I'm not ready. I'm going to get all of my notes. I'm telling you, if that flickers or anything moves, I'm going to cry. First off, let me open a drink. Question. Right before you get started, I've heard something about your story. Am I allowed to ask the question before you divulge? Before? Yeah. Like right now. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Okay, I... Wait, is it gonna say my person? No, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna <clears throat> be cryptic about okay, it. Okay, go ahead. I've heard that this story, that the character in the story has caused death mm-hmm. of people. Is that a fact, or is that fiction? It's alleged. Okay, I'm not ready for this. I don't... <laughs> can we abort the no. mission? No, because I spent fucking ten hours. Let's just pause so we can shit. pray real quick. Can we do that? Can we just say a quick right. prayer? Pause. All right. And we're back. And I said a prayer for my dogs. <laughs> Before anything else. Which shows you Jennifer's character. <laughs> People don't matter as long as her dogs are okay. Exactly. <laughs> so anyways. All right, let's do this. Okay. This is the story of Harold the Doll, which, I don't know, I had never heard of him until recently, and I don't don't think you ever heard of him until I told you, like, a sliver about him a few months ago. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think, I mean, he's widely known in the paranormal community, but he's not, like, anybody else, you know? Yeah. Not like Annabelle and Robert and all that. Yeah. Okay, so... This actually started um, <clears throat> oh, 60 years from 2003. 60 years past 2003. Uh, so, probably like almost 70 years now? Yeah. So, um, over 60 years ago, a man bought the doll for his son, and then his son mysteriously died. Fun. Right. So, after his son died, they kept the doll in his room, and they would hear, like, screaming, laughing. They saw it dancing, and, you know, they said that they'd see it move often. So, the man decided to put the doll in a storage unit, or a storage shed on his property. Neat. Right. (laughs) So, then, the doll stayed. (laughs) Don't laugh. Well, I'm not mocking you. This is my, this is instead of crying. This is my instant crying. 
Okay, everything's fine. Um, okay, so it stayed in the shed for 60 years. Mm. And um, then the man decided to take it out for some reason. And he took it with him to the flea market to sell. So, then a man named Greg, um, he happened upon the doll at the flea market. And he listed it on eBay. And I'm going to read you the eBay listing. Okay. Okay. So it says, <clears throat> and by the way, this is in 2003. Okay. Um, it says, I'm sure it's happened to each of us at least once or twice. You're walking around the flea market or antique mall looking for a treasure or two, and you come upon a, you come upon a beat up looking doll. You think to yourself, oh, that's charming, or the child who owned that doll must have really loved that thing. But what I thought after seeing the doll... That day should never be repeated. <clears throat> I can barely read this because of all the lights. It says, This doll was purchased in a small dirt lot flea market in the quaint town of Webster, Florida. Webster is a very... Okay, we don't need to read that part. Um, the conversation with the man who was selling the doll went like this. Man, you don't want to see this doll. Me. Sure I do. What do you want for it? He said, Well, that's a good question because it's very old. The man looked like he was going to cry. It was my son's. I bought it for him when he was born, and he passed away a few years after. This doll has sat in my work shed for over 60 years. I wasn't going to bring it out today, but I figured I just needed to get it out of here. Anyways, I want 20 bucks for it. So, I gave the, the guy 20 bucks, put it in a bag, walked away, and when I was halfway down the aisle, the man came running over, visibly out of breath. Man, I have, I have to warn you about something. I can't just let you take him like this. The reason it's been in my shed is the doll brought an eerie presence into our house after our son died. We would hear him crying and singing in his bedroom. When we went to check it out, there was nothing, just the doll. Other things started to happen, and the priest told me I should burn the doll. I tried and tried, but it would barely burn. Hold on. The priest said burn it? Yep. Is that not the exact opposite of everything you should do? <laughs> I mean, if the priest says do it, then you do it. But he tried to burn it, and it would barely burn. That's why his arms and head are so worn. Anyways, I just want to let you know. I told him okay and chuckled to myself as I walked away. That was until I got home, and my life has never been the same. Two days later, my cat died. My girlfriend left me for the pool guy. I began to have chronic migraines, and to this, or, and this is only two days after purchasing the doll. A week later, I began to hear children laughing and crying in my basement. Every time I would go check it out, of course, nothing. This doll has been in an, an armadillo coffin in my basement for the for the last year and a half, and I need to get rid of it. So, then he goes on to say, like, yeah. <laughs> she has her eyes, like, really wide open. So, that's the eBay listing, and... After that, he goes on to say, if you have any questions, ask them now. Ask them before you buy them. Do not. There's no returns. Of course. Um, all this other stuff. So. Don't tell me someone actually bought the damn doll. Oh, many people bought the doll. Oh, this is so stupid. Okay, drink break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Then it says, um. Some of the things that, um, the doll would do is laugh sing, dance, blink, 
and it would also uh-uh. <laughs> it, yeah it has those creepy fucking eye like eyelids that like no. open like they're open when it's sitting up but they're closed when it's laying I quit. down hold on let me show you a picture of the doll before I so that you can see like what it looks like and you can picture it <clears throat> I literally fucking quit <laughs> you can't quit can I put in my two weeks notice no you're here for life. From this conversation? Nope. Shit. Okay. Here's the doll. Uh-uh! No! <laughs> That's... I I am forever anti-baby doll from now on. <laughs> I know. Baby dolls are so fucking creepy. We are never buying. We're just kidding, Harold. We didn't mean that. Oh, shit. We can't, we can't say anything. Okay, anyways. Um, so... Um, another crazy ass fucking thing that it would do is it would move its mouth while you were talking like it was mocking you. Nope. <laughs> Kill it with fire. By the way, every time there's a silent pause, it's because she doesn't, like, she literally looks like she's just going to fall over. <gasps> okay, so in 2003, when Greg um, placed it on eBay... It got over... Okay, you're going to have to bear with me because <laughs> this is what it says. I talked to... Te- like I said, guys, earlier I talked to texted it. And it says, in two- it was 2003 when Gretchen and I had a plate on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. So, I'm going to have to, like, actually try and... Should we get a decoder for your notes? Yeah. Okay, anyways, <laughs> in 2003, Greg um, put, it, put it on eBay, and it got over 100,000 views. Um, the winning, yeah, over 100,000. The winning bid was $700, but the woman, I don't know really what happened with her, but she decided not to buy it. She didn't pay, and so um, he decided to relist it, mm-hmm. and um, his family friend actually ended up bidding on it. And she won it for $300. So, then, um, Greg fessed up to his friend, and this is this woman's name is Kathy, mm-hmm. that he never actually had any experiences with the doll, and that he put all of that on eBay, like, about it being haunted and everything. Not about, like, the, what the dude said, but everything else mm-hmm. um, is a hoax. And he only did that so that he could get more money. Douchebag? Yeah. But, um, Kathy really didn't care because she just wanted to get it and then keep it for, like, three or four months and then flip it for profit and say, like, you know, oh, I've had this doll. It's so haunted and get, like, money and stuff. So the same thing he did. Exactly. Bitch. Yeah, I guess great minds think alike, but not really. (laughs) Um, not really great. So, anyways. Pretty much immediately after getting the doll, Kathy started experiencing weird things such as feeling like the doll's eyes were following her, hearing singing, and other things. Um, one day, she heard a crash from the bathroom and she ran in there and everything had fallen out of the linen closet, but everything was neatly folded and stacked. Nope. <laughs> so he's just cleaning up after himself. <laughs> he's like, fuck. Fuck all these linens. What's her name? Oh, Kathy? Shit, I'm gonna need to fold them. <laughs> What's her name? Kathy? Yes, Kathy. That's you know how people are all like, way to go, Karen. Mm-hmm. As that my name mine is Kathy now. <laughs> okay, so she also blames two deaths on the doll. 
and one of them is her roommate, who Harold was actually stored inside of his closet before he moved in with her. And um, after he moved in, he he was actually like he was a health nut, and he would like you know eat all organic. He was like an athlete and all this other shit. Okay. And um, he developed lung cancer and died a few weeks later. Wait, you don't just get lung cancer. Yeah. And. Nope. Yeah. So that's that's why she blames that. Okay. And then the next was a friend of hers who came to the house to see Harold specifically. Just to, She just literally just wanted to see him because she had heard about the hauntings. And um, then she went to Amsterdam and she fell down a flight of stairs and died a few days later. I mean, these could all just be like freak things. But sure. she swears... That this is because of Harold. I mean, sure, it could it could happen, it could. possibly. It's 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 a possibility. But yeah. So another thing that's crazy is um, she was on the phone with her fiance one day, and she heard someone in the background scream that he had a giant wolf spider on his back, and at the same time she saw a wolf spider run across her living room floor to the bathroom where she was storing Harold. And when her fiancé got home, he showed her, like, all the nastiness on his back from where somebody killed the spider. Like, the guts and stuff. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. Yep. So, because of all of this, Kathy ended up having the doll for a year instead of three to four months. And I'm guessing it's because she was scared. To get rid of it or something? Yeah, like, she felt guilt. Like, overwhelming guilt. And, um... She decided finally to post it on eBay, and she said, the doll is not haunted, it's cursed. So, um, the man who ended up winning the doll, his name is Anthony, and he's the current owner of the doll, but he um, ended up buying it for $720. Yeah. All right. But he didn't want to spend $720. Apparently, this guy... Who goes by, I think, Majestic or something. Where is it? Something Magic. Strange Magic. He called himself Strange Magic. Emailed Anthony and said, don't bother bidding anymore. I'll just out outbid you. This is my doll. Uh, so apparently that was Anthony's cue to just fucking bid nonstop. He was like, fuck this. I'm getting this doll. Well, men are so ridiculous. <laughs> Literally. Actually, it, I think I read that he didn't want... He was planning to just make the dude spend a lot of money. But then the guy backed out at the last minute. And Anthony ended up spending $720. But, um... The, uh, Harold is not the only thing that he bought that day. He bought, like, ten items that were haunted because he was planning to write a book. And I think it was called, um... Hauntings of eBay something like will you believe me or your lying eyes something like that i didn't write it down because it got deleted and i forgot to write it down but um he was going to write a book and each chapter was going to be about each item and he was going to do like experiments and stuff and even if he didn't get anything out of each one he was still gonna write about it well yeah i mean because apparently he's a sensitive like oh okay yeah oh geez yeah so um 
So yeah, whenever he first got the doll, um, he did he did a lot of tests, but he didn't get any results at all. Of so not. he was thinking, you know, this isn't really like this doll has nothing attached to it. Everything's fine, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, sorry. Everything, everything is fine. fine. <laughs> um. So he was like, you know what? I'm just going to take it to my medium friend and do one last test. So he took it to um, his medium friend named April. And um, when he got there, she said, is that Harold? And he said, you know about Harold? And she said, oh, yeah, he's been all over the Internet. So at this point, he was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have her do anything because what if she makes something up? Because he only wants to deal with people who have never, like, heard of the items. Yes. Yeah, so it's authentic. Right. Um, but he decided to go ahead and do it. So he turned on his digital recorder and his EMF, and um, he put a crucifix next to him, and then he splashed Harold with holy water. And apparently April laughed at this. Like, she was like, yeah, Jesus juice. Um, he splashed him with Jesus juice. Um, <laughs> April April um, laughed and took the doll and began giving her impressions. About two minutes later, April said, Anthony, I'm sorry. But I just can't do this anymore. And he asked why. And she said, because the doll just threatened to kill me. I have a heart murmur and it feels as though the spirit in the doll is squeezing my heart. Nope. And that's directly from his blog. So. (laughs) And then, so Anthony, he got like really disappointed and he was like, okay, I'm just going to go home and like listen to what the recording says. Mm -hmm. And so later, whenever he was listening to it, um... When he heard um, the recording say, whenever he heard him say himself say, oh, I'm going to sprinkle it with holy water or whatever. and Or no, she said, oh, you're sprinkling it with holy water. And then um, you could hear a male voice say, shut up, bitch, on the EMF. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like he was pissed that she was like, oh, you're going to sprinkle it with holy water, like mocking him. Okay. Yeah, she was like, yeah. So. I literally just got chills all <laughs> over my fucking body, too. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Yeah. Then as she was doing her reading, he heard, I'm gonna kill you, you bitch. Well, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then as she was doing her reading, he heard, oh, yeah, I already said that. Um. Over the next year, Anthony saw a lot of people get hurt, including himself, and he had an in- an injury that required surgery to correct, but he, it doesn't say what it was. So I'm guessing he's just keeping his, his stuff uh, private. Yeah, of course. But, um, and he blames it all on the doll. And, um, people were having, like, back pain, migraine, just a bunch of stuff, and he finally decided in 2005, which is a year after he bought the doll. He okay. bought it in 2004. Um... He would put it in a storage unit. Okay. So it stayed in the storage unit until 2013. Um, in 2013, his friend sent him a video that he had found on YouTube about Harold, and um, it had a bunch of, like, misinformation. And, like, people were like, oh, nobody knows where the doll is. It just disappeared and all this stuff. And I'm guessing that was his – he was like, oh, hell no. I'm not going to let people, like – not saying the right thing or whatever. So he brought the doll out of storage. Mm. Like a dumbass. Cool. But also kind of not like a dumbass. I don't know. You'll see. But, um, 
he brought it out of storage and then he announced on the internet, hey, I'm actually the owner of the doll. I'm the one that bought it on eBay. It's not missing. It's been in storage and yada yada. Mm-hmm. So, um, Anthony um, decided to bring the doll to a psychic after this. And this woman said, it's not happy. It's not, or it's happy it's not locked up anymore. Okay. Why the fuck is she saying it? That's not okay. You'll see. So, after this, he got bombarded with messages from people all over the world saying that they were having visions of Harold, that they were experiencing migraines and back pain, and pretty much all the symptoms that Anthony had had. But he had never posted about it. So, it was kind of like he was thinking, oh, shit, like, this is really happening. (laughs) (laughs) What have I done? (laughs) Um, One person contacted him and said that they were visited by Harold and that Harold is pissed. He told me that he's angry that you've had him for so long and haven't helped him. <laughs> what does he need help with? I have no idea. This is... He's pissed. At this point, he's pissed. Okay, we'll placate the damn um, doll. <laughs> Anthony ended up getting on a radio show doing an interview. And the radio team actually had connections with um, Ghost Adventures. Yay! They connected him with Ghost Adventures. And Zach asked Anthony if he could take Harold with him to the Island of Dolls. And Anthony said, he said yes, but he needed to be careful because his left arm was about to fall off. I don't know why that's important, but that's all he had to warn him about, I guess. And, um... Cool. Because it's really old. So, I watched the clip, and I'm gonna tell you this shit. It's so fucking funny. At least I laughed so hard. So, okay. So, in the clip, Zach is, like, you know, being all dramatic and shit. Yeah. And he's, like... Being Zach. He's, like, our guest interviewer is waiting with the doll backstage, and we're all on our way there now, like, type stuff. (laughs) So, Zach told the guest investigator, um, who was waiting for him and the crew, um, do not... Look into Harold's eyes, and then literally right after that, the fucking camera zoomed in to, to Harold's <laughs> eyes. And I was like, okay, well, fuck the rest of us. <laughs> as long as the investigator is fine, who cares, right? Bro. Uh, <laughs> like, literally right after he said, Never look into the doll's eyes. Are the you fucking fucking... camera zooms in and I'm looking straight into the doll's eyes. Was it Aaron? Was it Aaron? No. What? Was Aaron the one who was doing the camera at the time? Pro- yes. No, 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 no. It was some dude um, Okay. that was filling in for Nick. Okay. Nick was on paternity leave. Okay. So, anyways, that was... I was, like, literally <laughs> crying when I was writing this and <laughs> laughing so fucking hard. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, that, he introduces the doll to the camera. Um, and he takes the doll to a psychic who says there's five inhabitants of the doll. Um, she said, take good care of the doll and don't piss it off or the spirits in the doll will manifest. Like, things. Cool. So, that's what she had to say. That's it? Yeah, they didn't show it that long because the main, like, it wasn't 
the episode wasn't about Harold. It was about the island. So then they went back to talking about the island. But before that, um, they went to Zach sitting in the car or whatever, and he's showing his arms, and he has little child, like, fingerprints all over his left arm from hair like from Harold air quotes Harold <laughs> air quotes <laughs> <laughs> since nobody can see me doing that um so yeah that's it for for Zach and them all right so zero contribution whatsoever. pretty much all they did was make us look into his eyes cuz yeah thanks <laughs> screw us guys fuck us um so yeah after that, people say that people who watch the episode are apparently more likely to be haunted by Harold. Didn't we watch that episode together? Yeah, a while ago, but you'll see. Anyways, um, then he ended up creating, a, Anthony ended up creating a Facebook group and he basically formed like this whole community of people trying to help him figure out how to help the spirits that are locked inside of the doll. Mm-hmm. And um, people kept sending him drawings and clues and mediums that he can go meet with and um, all kinds of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, different people are messaging him separately and sending him the same information. And this is how he knows that they're all real. Because mm-hmm. they're, like, telling him the same things. Um, one woman actually emailed saying that her six-year-old son was a clairvoyant. And the boy's name is, his name is Vincent. Um, after Vincent and Anthony got extremely close, um, Vincent was so close to him that he called him Uncle Ant after this. Like, this was, like, years, like, they kept in contact for years. Oh, okay. Like, he would, he started drawing Anthony pictures of what he was seeing about Harold and the spirits and, um, sending them to him pretty much daily. Holy shit. Yeah. So, yeah. The first picture he ever drew, um, he said that the kids really wanted to go out, but the big black blob wouldn't let them. Nope. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. We're done. He also said that the two girls that were in the doll were related to Harold and were probably his nieces. And I think I have pictures of... I don't want to see the drawings. I don't. You can keep those to yourself. Because I don't need that negativity in my life. Now you're going to see them. Fuck. Besides, I'm going to have to post them on Instagram. Oh, that's right. I need to send you mine, don't I? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's some of the people in the doll. In the doll. A few of them. Oh, I thought there were only five. Yeah, there's five. This is three. Okay. This is three of them. The rest of them are more are, are like too childlike to make out. But I'll show you more throughout the thing. Uh-huh. So there's um. There's supposedly a a little boy, two girls, and then a man, and then the fifth one is not showing themselves. So, <clears throat> um, and it's probably Harold. So, um. Where was I? Big black blob. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He said that the two girls are probably Harold's nieces. Um, so then there's also the little boy. And then the fifth one, Vincent thinks, is a demon. <laughs> <sighs> See, I don't 
See, I knew it. I knew <laughs> that this was coming. And then um, Vincent said directly, the demon doesn't haunt the doll. He owns it. Hmm. He can have it. Can you imagine, like, a six-year-old child saying shit like this? He can have the kid, too. I'm not going to have that kid. Oh, God. <laughs> You're never babysitting. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, there are five main presents in the doll, but there are also tons that are in the background, and some say that it's in the hundreds. Whoa, like, drawn to it? No, they're all stuck in it. Oh, shit. They're just too weak to come forward. But the five that are in it are not weak. Okay, so there's, like, hundreds that are technically, that were, like, absorbed by it or something, so live inside of it. It's just mm-hmm. those five are the ones that are strong enough to... To see. talk. Okay. Right. So, um, Anthony says that the demon will punish anyone who makes fun of the doll or Anthony. Harold is such a nice name. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, one woman was actually talking shit about Harold and started coughing up blood. <laughs> Sets down drink. Um, others have been scratched, pinched, and suffered migraines so bad that they felt like they were being beaten in the head. Hmm. Legit. Um, after watching the Ghost Adventures episode, a couple of guys suffered injuries. One had a ruptured larynx, and the other one developed dif- diverticulitis. What? Yeah. How? I'm guessing they were making fun of it and talking shit. I don't know. I mean, if you're still, like, second-guessing what this doll is capable of. No, I'm not. I'm not. You. I'm just... <sighs> So, another woman said that she didn't actually think Harold was haunted, and 30 seconds later, she had a gash from her stomach to the middle of her back. Wow. It's just insane to me that this thing is that powerful. Mm-hmm. It can reach people across the world. Okay. Give me the cross. I'm gonna, I want to hold the cross. I think it's fine. <sighs> <laughs> During a reading, one medium was bitten on her hand, and they actually held the doll's mouth up to her hand, and the teeth marks matched up. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that's totally normal. <laughs> um, sometimes when people go near it, they panic, and they feel like they're being held down in the room, like they can't leave. Dude. <laughs> Trying not to panic. <laughs> One time, one of Anthony's friends came over, and she was basically making fun of Harold, and when she left, Anthony heard a voice say, check on her. So he called his friend, and she ended up being extremely sick, like, couldn't stop throwing up. Um, he hung up the phone immediately and told her he went to the doll, and he told Harold, you can't harm the people I care about. I take care of you. You know I treat you well, so stop doing this. And then he heard a voice in his head say, okay, she's fine now. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is my panic reaction. <laughs> I'm freaking out right now. <laughs> so, then he called his friend back and she was okay. Um, Anthony ended up getting a dog and his name was Chance. And uh, Chance refused to go in the same room that Harold was in. Like, he wouldn't even be in the same part of the house as him. 
And so finally Anthony went to the doll and he was like, hey, I this dog lives here now. You need to respect it and treat it right. So um, after that, all of a sudden the dog was perfectly fine with it. So I'm just going to say this demon is very accommodating. Yep. Um, actually, he says he's said that um, Harold will respond to religious requests. Like if you're like praying, it'll it'll stop doing what it's doing. And all he has to do is to make it stop is splash it with holy water. I mean, that's still pretty intense, though. And it's... Okay, I'll, I'm going to talk after you're Move done. closer to the mic. I'm going to talk after you're done, because... Okay. Well, Ooh. I mean, you can talk in between whenever I pause. But anyways, <sighs> um... Where was I? Okay, yeah, so the dog was fine. Um, people have watched the doll's eyes turn jet black, even though his eyes are blue. And they seem as if they will follow you around the room. I don't want it. <laughs> um, that was Trey. Anyways. That better be Trey. Um, mediums would message him and say, if you want answers, you need to go here, here, you know, all these other places. So he decided, fuck it. I'm just going to take this doll and go on a road trip. Fun. <laughs> So he took the doll, went on a road trip, and investigated and tried to help the spirits that were in the doll. Um, one day, he ended up in New Jersey, and Vincent sent him a picture of Anthony with letters. With the letters, it was a picture of Anthony. Like, he drew a picture of him. And it said um, EWR, which was the airport that he had just landed at. All right, I want to meet this kid. <laughs> um, Vincent, that same day... Vincent also drew a picture of Chance with the word stomach on it. Was Chance a girl? No. Okay. Um, a week later, Chance got sick. And when they took him to the vet, the x-rays showed that his abdominal organs were in his chest. What the fuck? Like yeah. he was kicked or something? So, the vet said that this was not possible unless he'd been hit by a car or had multiple bones broken, but that wasn't the case. The fuck, Harold? I thought we were okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So, a week later, Chance died. Oh, poor baby. I know, poor baby. And he's cute, too. I saw a picture of him. Um, anyways, Anthony came home from the vet that day and was cussing at Harold and blaming him for Ooh. Chance's death and... And then he turned on his camera and started filming, and the horde, then hordes of flies just, like, came into his house in the attic where he was filming. Mm-mm. And I have a picture of that. Hang on. Oh, I literally just got nauseous. Yep. It's a crazy. Holy crap. There was, like, flies all over the windows. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you're explaining because they can't see. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, flies over, all over the windows, all over the place. And, um, after this, Vincent told Anthony that he needed to start heading towards Connecticut. Um, but he stopped in Massachusetts where he met up with a medium who said, um, you're going to find a man in a coffee shop. You need to go with him and find a man that writes on paper. Really? <laughs> Writes on paper. I know, whenever I read Super that, specific. Whenever I, read that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Writes on paper. Um, at Jeez. this point, I'm over here just like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> what the actual fuck? Hold on. Listen to your boy Vincent. He hasn't led you astray yet. Like, why are you straying? 
So he went to um, the most popular coffee shop in town, I'm guessing, and he waited there all day long, but he never saw anybody. And when he went to leave, he saw a sign across the street that said Paranormal 101 class. Right, it's on paper. Mm-hmm. A little bit. So um, he decided to go over and check it out, and when he walked in, the teacher for the class um, said that she recognized him because... Um, she'd seen him like all over the internet and stuff yeah. and um, she invited him to go back to his class or her class the next day and join and it was a demonology 101 class the next day oh fun <laughs> fun so um, the next day whenever he came in he met a uh, man named Ken who is an automatic writer and do you know what that is Mm-mm. I had to look it up. But um, it's basically someone who can write what a spirit is, like, telling them. Like, oh, they shit. just start fucking writing shit down. Right. Okay. That's where it connects. Right on paper. Yep. Okay. So, um, Ken started writing down his impressions immediately when they, when they brought Harold out. And um, he said... <laughs> He's telling me that not only is he a high-level demon, but he's danced with the devil himself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was... Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So, Anthony got super concerned, and he he told everybody, um, if anything happens to any of you tonight, please call me, and I'll stop it immediately by splashing holy water on him. I'm sorry. He's just now getting concerned? So as the class went on, the energy started getting really, really dark and the teacher got really worried and she hopped up and went like left the room and she called her friend who happens to be a shaman healer person. I didn't even know that those were still a thing, but whatever. Um, His name is Michael and she basically was like, hey, can you cast a protection spell over everybody in this class and the classroom itself? And also, can you help us get this demon out of this doll? She just throws in a little exorcism while she's at it. <laughs> she's just like, just sprinkle a little, little sprinkle exorcism on top. That's salt base and exorcism. <laughs> so Michael said, yeah, I can sense how strong it is. Just give me 48 hours to prepare. And whenever I read the article, because this teacher has a blog too. Okay. And whenever I read what she was saying about it, she was basically saying that Michael was like, yeah, let me gather my spirit guides and we're, we're going to fuck someone up. Is the gist of it. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Um, after the teacher hung up the phone, she went back to the class and she told them what happened. And immediately, Ken started writing again. And he said, it just told me, finally, someone worthy is coming to fight. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I rebel. Um. Yeah. Um, that night, she got a message from Anthony and saying that he was being attacked. Um, after, or saying that he was attacked after blacking out in the bathroom, in the bathroom, he found himself on the floor with his head resting on the tub and excruciating pain radiating from his chest. It was so strong that he was fearing that he would have a heart attack. Oh, wow. So at this point, the teacher feels really fucking horrible. At least this is what she wrote on her blog. She felt really, really bad. And she felt like she should have never called Michael because that's what was causing all of this. And she did it without... Anthony's permission, so she felt, like, really horrible. Oh, shit. Okay. So she's, like, apologizing and everything. 
And um, Anthony's like, it's fine, it's fine. I'm just not going to go through with it. I'm just going to take the doll and leave. So, so he decided not to go through with the exorcism and he took the doll and he left. Um, soon after that, another friend of Anthony's who is a medium decided to do another reading, but then she told Anthony in front of Harold that she wanted nothing to do with the doll. And after that, she started suffering from bone spurs and degenerative disc disorder or disease. And it just so happens that the degenerative disc disease that she has is so rare that only 1% of people with that condition have it. Are you? Yeah, he fucked her up. He fucking fucked her up. I think he's pissed after the last chick tried to. He was like, ain't nobody talking shit about me no more. I'm just going to fuck you all up. Yeah. Um. So anyways, a while later, he and Ken got together again and decided to do some automatic writing. Um, he asked, okay, so this, this shit is crazy. Okay. They asked, what is your name? And the demon said, you have to earn my name. <laughs> then they said, we have encountered beings like you before. And the demon said, there are no beings like me. Then they said, can you turn the light on or off to show us that you're here? And he said, don't make me perform. You won't like it. Then they said, how old are you? And he said, I was old when your world was young. My story began when time started. Neat. Yeah, so he's an old motherfucker. Oh, dude, I have literal chills <laughs> all over my body right now. I think I'm over the chills because I've been having chills for like 10 fucking hours. So um, after that, Anthony said in an interview that he knows he isn't safe and that he needs to help the souls that are trapped in the doll. And trapped is not really a good word, more like prisoners. So in the same interview, he also said, I know the name of, the, of one of the entities. It's identified in the Bible as the Prince of Hell. Which one? I guess we'll see. Um, I know the name of the one who calls himself Harold. I have pictures of him when he was alive, where he died, and what address he lived at when he died. Um, because, like... Is the AC on? Yeah. Is it blowing? Yeah, it's blowing. Okay. Um, so he got the pictures because people kept sending him sketches and stuff, and he was able to just, like, gather up all the information. Okay. And figure out who it was. So, um, he said... Uh, once he figures out how to release the three children that are trapped in the doll, he will be done. Okay. Um, in 2015, Anthony started vlogging, and he would also upload videos to YouTube of people's accounts of what was happening to them. Because people were sending him stuff like, you'll see, it's just fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, he would do flashlight and spirit box interviews on the videos. Um, then he started blogging, and he had like hundreds of posts. Um, basically, like, his whole fucking life was about this doll and figuring out how to get the fucking, doll, like, spirits out. Because that's healthy. Yeah. I'm over here just like, how are you able to live? <laughs> Don't you have to work? But I he's mean, older, so. And his blog, probably. I mean, if he has I'm sure many... he makes a lot of fucking money off this, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, one woman that messaged him said that she woke up hearing a child calling out her name from downstairs and it was a little boy's voice 
And then the next day, she woke up to a woman screaming her name. And then the next day, um, after that, she felt something moving in her bed, and she thought it was her cat, so she moved over. But then she heard a little boy's voice say, I always get in trouble. I always get blamed. Maybe that's the little, the little boy in me. Yeah. Because you said there's a boy and two girls. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Um, then when she looked up, she saw the doll's face floating above, above her head. Nope. <laughs> um, there was also a man named Larry who messaged him and he saw the ghost Avengers episode and that's what made him email Anthony. And he was just like, if you ever want help investigating, like I can help you. Cause I guess he had experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, that night he had a vision of, Faces swirling, and he couldn't really make out one of them or two of them. I can't remember what it said, but um, he did see a little boy. He saw a woman, and um, the woman was reaching out, but a man who had a burnt face and like an evil like smirk who just like radiated hatred pulled her back, and he had claws, and he drew a picture of it. I'm going to hate this, but do you have a picture (laughs) of the picture that he drew? Yes. I'm pretty sure I have the right picture. So it could be, I mean, because, you know, demons are tricksters, so he could be wearing the face of a human. Okay, I don't think that this is his picture, but here is a picture that someone drew. (laughs) I don't like it. I really don't. The dark one is the man who pulled her back. And then that's the demon, obviously, right there. Oh, my God. You crying? Yes. <laughs> She's tearing up, guys. Anyways. um, So, yeah, the man growled whenever he pulled her back. Question um, real quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, it's just people who either see... This doll, or who hear or read about this doll that experienced this shit. Yes. Yes. Why the fuck did you pick Harold, Jennifer? <laughs> You'll see. Um, there was another man named Sean and his wife, Roxanne, who also wanted help. And soon after that, they started seeing the visions of their kids. Like, they would see their son walking up the stairs, but he'd be on the couch watching TV. Or... They'd see their daughter about to walk out the front door, but she'd also be sitting in the living room. And then um, one night, Roxanne saw her husband standing across the bar while he was sitting right next to her holding her hand. Okay. So he, so it was like making them see things. Fun. Um, they also could sense a really mean female presence at the top of their stairs at night. So... That's the end of Sean and Roxanne's story. But um, Larry, the one that had the visions, um, he emailed Anthony again one day and said that something weird happened while he was reading his Bible. Um, He left it sitting open because he had to go get his kid from school. And when he came back, it was open to a completely different chapter. And it was on Revelations 9. And for some reason, he couldn't read the words except for one. And that was... Abaddon (laughs) or Abaddon if you want to go with supernaturals but everybody else says Abaddon (laughs) 
Fuck. <laughs> and he felt like he needed to tell Anthony about it. So he called him, or Anthony called him freaking out after he saw the email. And he was like, why would you say about him? Because he never revealed that that was who it was mm-hmm. in the doll. He knew that it was him. But he never revealed it. So, um, apparently Anthony had found out this is fucking creepy. Hold up. Actually, I have the clip of Revelations where it says it. The clip? Or the picture. Okay. It says, um. So do you think it was one of the other spirits in the doll that kind of warned Larry? Or do you think it was the. No, I'm pretty sure it was what's his name. Abaddon. Um, it says, Abaddon is known as the king of the army of locusts, the destroyer, the angel of the abyss, and the angel of the bottomless pit. So, um, Anthony actually found out the name from Vincent. Because one day, whenever Anthony was having a panic attack, Vincent had a vision and he immediately drew something and then had his mom send it to Anthony. Mm. Um... And here's what it is. He drew this picture right here. Is Anthony like with something being like stabbed through him? Like that represents him having a panic attack or whatever. Uh-huh. And on the other side of the paper, let me get to it, is this. It says Abaddon and then it says Apollyon, which according to the Bible verse that I just read is um, the Greek version. So they're the same name. But yeah, a kid fucking drew that. (laughs) So, so yeah, that's how he found out the name. And um, at this point, it's 2016. And until now, he wasn't sure if he should ever say the names. But after Larry told him that he knew the name of it, he was like, it's time to let everybody know who it is. So once he revealed the names, he started doing flashlight videos where he um, would ask the spirits, like, questions, and each spirit had their own flashlight in the videos, and he revealed the names of some of the other spirits. Um, The little boy actually ended up being a little girl, and she just had a bowl cut, that's why she looked like a boy, but um, her name was Marjorie, and the little girl's name was Elsie, I don't know what the woman's name is, and then the scary burnt up dude's name is Harold. Okay. So that's actually Harold. Um, then um, he decided to go to Australia where him and a team finally were able to release the spirits from the doll. Okay. But the only one that wouldn't leave was Harold because he said he would not leave the one that he served. I quit. <laughs> so basically Harold was like, he was like the prison, like, guard, basically. He was the warden, and he was keeping everybody in the doll in line. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So, Anthony still does interviews sometimes, but he's, ma- like, he says that he's mainly focused on getting back to himself. And that is Harold the doll. So, the, you said that the demon, I'm not going to say his name, mm-hmm. was banished, sent back to hell. No, they just released the spirits. So... They never said anything about, like, banishing him or anything. I'm guessing they had to have in order to release them, but it doesn't say... 
I mean, I didn't watch that video. Because <coughs> he recorded the last video saying it it is done. That's the title of the video. So, there's been no new incidences of people like... No. Okay, so we're good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was a good one. That was Harold. <laughs> I'm literally speechless. Okay. Anyways, give us your creepy fact. God, that was some freaky shit. All right. Oh, still crying, guys. Because I'm a wimp. Okay. So... It took me, it took me a while just to kind of, so I'm going to like, I have like five facts, but I'm just going to randomly pick one. All right. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So, creepy fact. Is this actually a fact? Yes, this is actually okay. a fact. I looked it up. It, it, it actually exists. There is a parasite that exists that destroys the tongue of a fish and replaces the tongue with its own body. Ew, that's fucking disgusting. Yep. That's fucking nasty. Hey, it's a creepy fact. <laughs> okay, well, anyways, um, that is all for now. Yeah. Y'all can reach us on Instagram, Facebook, Facebook TikTok, or maybe Twitter someday. <laughs> we will see. I don't really tweet. I just follow people for funny shit. But, oh, you actually um, have a Twitter? Yes, I do. I just follow, you know, funny people. But anyways, all of that is Creepy Hour. Um, TikTok is actually Creepy Hour podcast, but all the other stuff is just Creepy Hour. Yeah. So um, on TikTok, we just do the drink videos. On Facebook and Instagram, we'll release, like, the pictures of everything that we've talked about. Like, I'll put all the pictures up. Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> creep everyone out. You can find Let's them not on Google, put... but I might post them. We will see. Should we put a picture of Harold on there? Like... Oh, I'll put a picture of Her- Harold, but not all the sketches. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep those away from people. Possibly. Okay. Jennifer. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace out, creeps. <laughs>